Hey, welcome back, Tech Lead here. So a little bit of hilarious news coming in today from Myanmar. It's not that funny actually, but they essentially blocked internet access for everybody there, including putting bans on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and probably a bunch of other social media network services. And this is all because of the military coup that happened there where a bunch of random soldiers seized control by force of the government and put the elected de facto leader Aung San Suu Kyi into prison somewhere. They wanted to halt the spread of mis information, disinformation, prevent hate speech, stop terrorism, and otherwise quell any unrest. Their newly set up Ministry of Information that seized power stated to CNN that some media and public are spreading rumors on social media, conducting gatherings to incite rowdiness and issuing statements which can cause unrest. We'd like to urge the public not to carry out these acts and to cooperate with the government in accordance with the existing laws which had just been set up by the military government. Now the hilarious thing about this is, this sounds a lot like deja vu with the the 2020 US presidential elections as well, where we saw a lot of the same rhetoric about disinformation, hate speech, terrorist activities that they're trying to stop. And really, maybe it was only a matter of time before other countries also learned from the US and how to set up their own coup and take control of the government by force. And in fact, the military government justified their own actions by alleging election fraud on the other party. Now, the people had put their trust in social media tools for communication like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, only to find that these tools are actually communication tools used by the government to control the people, not for the people. Now, in the past, Facebook had already been used to incite genocide in Myanmar, which they admitted. And so now Facebook has learned social responsibility and they're going to come save us. In fact, here's our savior right here, Rafael Franco, Facebook's director of public policy APAC emerging countries. He came and said, he is extremely concerned by the shutdown orders and urged authorities to unblock access immediately. And that should do it. That should do it. At this critical time, the people of Myanmar need access to important information and to be able to communicate with their loved ones, Franco said. Now, that's about the extent to which Facebook will go. We've got Mr. Rafael Franco, really a no-name that nobody has ever heard of, to come to try to save the country of Myanmar. We don't have Mark Zuckerberg, we don't have Sheryl Sandberg. And the frustrating thing about this is that I know they could do more, right? Of course Facebook could do more. Just take a look at what they did for Black Lives Matter or the US 2020 elections, where they actually cared about the results and had a stake in the outcome. Like they would put banners everywhere, launch a public marketing campaign just to spread information about the issues, raise awareness. There would be blog posts by C-level staff. There may even be a $100 million relief fund just to support these efforts. Now, the thing is, Facebook actually doesn't care that much, right? Like Facebook cares about profits. Profits matter, money matters. And it's not really about the country. Like the countries can come and go. And the reason for this is that Facebook fundamentally has a conflict of interest with supporting the people of Myanmar as opposed to the new government, which is going to allow them to continue functioning within the country. As Reuters reports, Facebook will have to balance protecting democratic politicians versus cooperating with the new regime to get their services restored. Ultimately, the problem is that this company is entirely profit motivated and profit focused. And so really, even the mere concept of human rights or democracy really have no place in any of this. You cannot appeal to Facebook to get them to try to save you if you say it's only for human rights purposes. You have to give them some money. Where's the money? And if the people of Myanmar do not have some real money to offer Mr. Mark Zuckerberg, then he's not going to help you. 
and it was maybe your fault for putting your trust in a capitalist as your communications tool provider in the first place. Now, this is one reason that I occasionally refer to Facebook as a machine gun. It is very powerful and very difficult to control, and inevitably, it will always become a tool of the government for controlling people and spreading propaganda. I think what would actually be great for Facebook if they cared about any of this stuff would be to actually start and pioneer decentralized communications technology that cannot be shut down by any government. And in that, they would actually be able to achieve their missions of truly being able to connect people and facilitate communications in a grassroots sort of way that cannot be shut down by any government out there. And as the trend has shown, more and more governments are getting wise to taking control of social media networks in order to manipulate the narratives. So wouldn't it be great? I can just imagine this future. Facebook, the freedom fighters of democracy, where any country of people can get on board on these technologies that are going to facilitate decentralized communication using a variety of new technologies, maybe blockchain, Bluetooth peer-to-peer communications, or maybe by setting up satellite internet access points that cannot be shut down by any local regional ISP networks. Because the former leader of Myanmar was imprisoned for trying to smuggle in 10 handheld phone satellite radios, just 10 of these devices and even that they couldn't get in. So they really have communication shutdown. And I think this is a challenging area that I would be glad to see if Facebook could approach to really try to support the peoples and democracies of the world in a long-term sustainable way instead of always being shut down by these random military governments and being at the whims of these random countries. And you know what? If they wanted to put a few advertisements on this, I'd even be okay with that. For example, they could advertise Webull where you can get two free stocks just for signing up. There'll be a link in the description below where you can get some free money just right there free money for you to buy some facebook ads if you want not to mention you can even buy cryptocurrency bitcoin on webull and they take no commission it's what i use for my own bitcoin investments i'm up like 100 on that so check them out webull link in the description below now let me tell you what i would do if i were out living in myanmar or any of these countries like say hong kong or even the u.s that have lost their democracy number one is to understand that true democracy probably doesn't exist anymore so you may be fighting for a lost cause if you're screaming for democracy because because even in the US, the supposed beacon of democracy, the 2020 elections, there was a lot of strange stuff going on in there and a lot of people didn't agree with the results necessarily and yet it still moved forward. My other comment is that these days we live more in digital countries and I would say that the war for physical land, physical space or physical control is just maybe not as relevant as it used to be back in say the 1900s or 1800s where all we had was land. These days a lot of assets or power, at least to me, they seem to live in the digital space and not in say buckets of physical gold coins or in machine guns because what are you going to see with that machine gun. Maybe you'll get somebody's wallet, but you don't have access to their credit cards or their bitcoins. And then one more point is to never start a fight that you cannot win because you're just going to get yourself injured if you do, or you may just sustain losses. I always kind of feel bad when I see people in protests or riots and they get injured in some way. And you know, maybe later on the protest finishes, the riots finish, but sometimes people sustain lifelong injuries. It's kind of sad to see that, especially if the goal that they were fighting for was never truly accomplished. So I would encourage you to just stay safe out there. You don't have to fight every single battle. You don't have to make this the hill upon which you will stake your life on. Because who knows, there may be a more opportune moment later on where the timing is better. And also this may just simply be for a lost cause, right? Because democracy, I don't even know if it truly exists anymore. We don't even have in the US. So that'll do for me. Hope you enjoyed the commentary. Let me know though what are your thoughts in the comments below. I'll see you there. If you like the video, give it a like and subscribe and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks. Bye.